welcome to episode 139 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how are you doing i'm doing all right Sweet. bit of snow didn't go to magic today played pokemon for the past four hours <laughs> uh i beat two gyms and now i've been running around the wild area just catching things there's things to catch yo <laughs> I mean, they ain't gonna catch themselves, are they? Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I am. Uh, I played a little bit last night and stuff, but I kind of. Um, uh, I haven't. I don't think I've played as much as you. Uh, like, heading uh, to the first gym. Yeah, I. I've obviously played more. I did. I actually. I did intentionally hold off on advancing more through it because even though there's literally no reason, no point whatsoever, I did kind of like want to pseudo play through it with you and like talk about shit. Oh yeah. But. Like, I mean, there's literally no reason to, other kind than... Of. Yeah. But it is interesting I talk about. Actually, along those lines, I know this is not magic-related. One of the okay. best quality-of-life things that they've done in new Pokemon games is have Pokemon in the overworld instead of random spawns. Oh, man, I love it. Like, I like I think that's just cool. At least when I was playing uh, Let's Go Eevee too, like I thought it was just sweet. Mm -hmm. Like it's nice that you can be like, "Oh, I need this," and then go and catch it, or "Oh, I don't need this," and avoid it. And sometimes you're just like swarmed by everything. You have to be like, "All right, what's the lesser of the evils for encountering yeah. this?" Because like all your dudes are almost dead and shit. Yeah. You're just like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I really, really like it. it. Plus, it just looks cool. It just, it just feels so organic. It's like, honestly, I, I like, and I know the reasons why. But um, uh, it's it's like God. Why wasn't this there from the start? Like you just don't understand how it wasn't. You mm -hmm. know, it's it's one of those weird things. But you know, it's, and it just makes so fan. much sense. Yeah, it's like in in the re if in quotations the real uh, world you would be able to see the Pokemon wandering around, right? So it's like yeah. the fact that you could, <laughs> yeah, the fact that you can just see and be like, all right, this is awesome and stuff like that. I think yeah. it creates some fun tension because. Before, so, like, with the wild zone, like, one of the things you could not do in an older gen would be, like, oh, you're supposed to be, like, level 20 in this this area right here. Here's mm -hmm. a level 40 Pokemon. Have fun. Yeah. Just, like, like it randomly shows up and shit yep. stops you. Yeah, and, like, you can do that in this one because, you know, you have... Everything's visible there, you know? Yeah. So, it, it makes it more interesting and, and actually opens up some space for them to do different things which i think is cool but yeah and it's it's also very very obvious that there's something special about those pokemon oh, too yeah. right because like huge <laughs> yeah like well you're running around you're doing your own thing and like almost all pokemon at least spawn in the grass yep. they can leave the grass like they can chase you down and stuff but they will oh, yeah. spawn in the grass and if you just seem like walking down the road like come at yeah. me bro it's like Clearly, there's something different about that Pokemon. Yeah. Usually, they're going to kill the hell out of you. <laughs> and I... Like, yeah. One of my first almost party wipes was I randomly just ran into a Diggersby. Oh, yeah. And I saw it, him cruising around there, too, when I was playing mine. Like, my team was, like, level 10, and he was, like, level 15. And I was like, uh, uh I kind of want to catch you. And he... I was down to my last Pokemon with, like, 2 HP when I finally got him with the Pokeball. <laughs> and then I just used him to uh, do a bunch of the Pokemon Den raids. Oh yeah, catch a bunch of stuff because he was like super powerful. You know, it's like yeah, this is sweet. And now I haven't seen him since because I'm like I don't need you anymore. I got I caught a Quagsire. 
You got a quack set. You're set. <laughs> that is your that is your bro, isn't he? He's my yeah, basically he, my favorite gen too. Yeah, like you love. I know you just have a soft spot for Quagsire. He's just so derpy. I like. <laughs> yes. Uh, he is. Yes. <laughs> we'll just go with that. But uh. he's actually funny enough. He's actually under leveled for. Like I, I stopped using him because I just decided to try a different Pokemon, mm-hmm. and I almost brought him out and like got him some levels for the Water Gym chick. Since he has water absorb, so which means he would just absorb like her super powerful water type attacks. Yeah, I'm just like, nah, I probably don't need to do that. It should be fine. Yeah, it wound up being fine, but like that was legit a thought of mine. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I'm just awful and basically just pick Pokemon I like in my team. I mean, that's how you should do it, right? Yeah, like it's cool because you run into some that you normally don't see in like the other games and so you kind of get to like grab and stuff and mm-hmm. yeah. but i don't know it's it's sweet but so but that is not what our topic is this week it is not <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> we're gonna talk about feather for another week no <laughs> only but, for like another 10 minutes at, at most yeah probably um so uh Obviously, it's the um, uh, it's the end of the year, so well, um, uh, is this gonna get released before? Yep, this is gonna get released just before the end of the year. So, um, like literally, literally. Um, so we were looking last year. We did a year in review of 2018, so we figured, eh, might as well do the same thing here. Take a look, cause I I feel like this was like a lot happened this year <laughs> in some ways. Yes. Like, uh, I mean, we'll hit, you know, let's hit the sets. We'll, we'll go through the sets first here and see okay. where we end up with that. I don't know if this is going to be one episode or two or ten or whatever, but let's, um, uh, you know, we've, we've done some reviews of things, but let's, um, uh, there's a difference between yeah. like, so this is a set that come out and what do we think of it? And yep. this is a set that came out a year ago. How do we feel about it now? Yeah, exactly. So, all right. You want to just dive on in? Sure. Okay. So, um, as things kind of happen with magic, I feel like we kind of like, like sets get released in like the middle or the year kind of starts in the middle of a air quotes block. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened the previous years too and everything. But like, so um, the first set we had released this year was Ravnica Allegiance. So the second, the, the second Ravnica set. Um. So this was the one with, uh, what were all the what were all the um, uh, guilds in that one? It would have been Gruul, Simic, Simic, Orzov, uh, Azorius, and oh, shit, I can't remember. It wasn't Rakdos, was it? No, Rakdos. Rakdos oh, it was, was Rakdos, I think. Was it Rakdos? Let's see here. It was Azorius, Rakdos, Gruul, Simic, Orzov. Yeah. All right. So. We do just, a lot of prep work for this. I just I just looked it yeah. up. All right. So, <laughs> but like, so that's what we got this year. Um, this set kind of kind of was the big piece in one of my favorite decks I made, which was Murder Kill, because it yep, had them. Uh, you got Mortify. I got Mortify, and I got them. Uh. uh Ethereal Absolution. Which is weird, because that's 
like that's a good card, but it, you wouldn't think of it as like a linchpin of your deck. It's pretty. It's like it's not a linchpin, but it's pretty good. Also, Kaya actually, which is like at the time it wasn't, but now that card is basically like the best card in my deck. So, in regards to Kaya, can we yeah. point out that pretty much everyone in the world was wrong about her? Yes. Like she's actually just a good planeswalker. Yes, she is. Like she's hands down the sleeper of that set. Like she's still not worth very much. Yeah. And like don't get me wrong, she's not like flashy or like she doesn't like win you the game on the spot or anything like that. Even if you ultimate her, you don't necessarily just win the game unless you're doing things right. Yeah. Um but like it's just one of those cards that like there's been a number of games in this like in this standard where I'll just play Kaya and it's like how do you beat her? Like, it, like if you don't answer right now, like I just win. <laughs> yeah, she she's kind of a poster child for three mana planeswalkers done right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's something that you saw very similar with the first Ashiok. Yep. Where Ashiok looked very underpowered because they didn't do anything. They yeah. weren't card advantage. You know, they couldn't. They yeah. only could plus for their first entrance. Like. Because, well, you could minus, but it would literally do nothing. Mm -hmm. And even their minus was, like, situational card advantage. They couldn't protect mm -hmm. themselves very well. Like, that is kind of what Kai does. She's a very, very slow, incremental style of card advantage. Yep. And it's it's really sweet, actually. Yeah. Like, I think it's really cool. But So, I mean, the set overall... I don't know. <laughs> like, the set was fine. Like, the set is in standard still, and it feels weirdly forgettable. That's that's kind of Ravnica sets in a nutshell, right? Like, the third yeah, one is always so. just kind of like, meh. Yeah, I think so. I think like, I agree with you. Like they're The, the thing is, is, Ravnica sets in and of themselves, like, I mean, alright, so hot take that is probably going to, like, make people go crazy. Ravnica sets in and of themselves are not that interesting. Eh, I can get Rav behind that. Ravnica is probably the best plane they have ever made. Yep. <laughs> like, I think that, and I think, like, I think that the cards in Ravnica sets are cool, and I think the identity of guilds, both mechanically and flavorfully, are cool, but the sets as a whole, it feels like, it's like, Hey, here's a bunch of two color cards in a two two color set. Have fun. Yeah, like, and it's a very limited two color yeah. set, right? It's literally yeah. only half the colors. Yep. Like, and you know, like that's not saying I didn't like it. I actually liked this set more than I liked uh, Ravnica Demir, whatever it was. Guilds. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, because that was oh, just like all Demir all the time. Yeah. Oh, look, a strictly better. Uh, Scry is really, yep. really good in limited. Yeah, a, a strictly better Scry is really, really good. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I don't know. Like the set was fine, but it didn't like. I don't know. It it didn't feel like it captured captured me as much. Like the thing I did like about it is the I, I the um uh, when they really presented that like uh Cold War aesthetic from the set, the sets like um uh. Uh, there was that promo card of two mana Azorius. Um, 
what's her name oh uh lavinia lavinia yeah like that like that that card was like kind of like the poster for the the feel the set evoked and i liked that a lot yeah a lot of like backroom dealing all that kind of stuff yeah like this sort of like yeah really watch your back kind of thing and they, they did a good job with that i feel like too the Ravnica Allegiance was almost entirely them just setting up, like, uh, War of the Spark. Yeah. But yeah. that's... Like, I mean, both the sets were, were that. Yeah, like, that's that, like there was a lot of stuff going on, but it's like, I feel like there was more... It felt like there was more things going on in Guilds of Ravnica that uh-huh. was, like, in and, amongst, in and of themselves, just, like, something going on, as to where Allegiance was almost entirely just... There's another set coming soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But um, I don't know. I, I'm actually actually more interested to see them go back to Ravnica the next time, just because Rosewater's talked about he pitched a way to do a Ravnica set differently this time, but it was kind of nixed because they're like, well, we're preparing for War of the Spark. We don't want to like throw things too crazy before that because that's our payoff. Yeah, and like. I think if they, if you just went back to Ravnica for no other reason than going back to Ravnica, like he, you could do those things. I'd be interested to see what those ideas are. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued because mm-hmm. I mean there is literally going to be post-war, right? Like mm-hmm. lots of things have happened and yeah. are happening. So where do they go from here? Yeah, like and. Like, in all the previous Ravnica sets, there's, like, this sort of, like, subtle, like, gateless theme going on. Yep. And I'm wondering if they, if they tie that into it somehow. But that sort of goes directly against the core identity of Ravnica as a, as a world. See, I've always been of the opinion... They, they, they constantly hint at the gateless existing, and, yes. like, the war quotations against the gateless and from the gateless against the guilds yeah where they don't want to be under the guilds because if you're not a guild member you're basically a second class citizen yeah Yeah. and that's always seems like something that there has to be a payoff for eventually yeah like they've been building it up too much it feels like but at the same like it's very obvious you can't have the Bola's arc end anywhere but on Ravnica in the way that it did, right? No. If yeah. that's going to be his endgame, it has to happen on Ravnica. Yep. And as a result of that, the gateless thing just kind of like got shoved to the wayside. You and almost, maybe eventually they pay it off. Maybe like you almost get the that kind of vibe from. Um, it seemed like Domri and the Gruul were kind of playing into the gateless side yeah. of things. With but the obviously, stuff, yeah. they were still they were still gruel, right? Yeah. So smash, yeah. smash, smash. But okay. so, smash. um, I don't know. Do you want to talk about the guild kits at all? Uh, sure. Guild kits are sweet, and I think they, the fact that they printed them and it was just like some of the best hits of each individual guild was really really awesome. And the fact okay. that they had guild specific lands was really 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 awesome <laughs> yeah i didn't get any so yeah i i bought three of the is it one maybe oh, really? it was maybe it was only two of these at one but i wanted i wanted enough lands of each that i could play is it <laughs> islands and mountains in my 
in my red blue decks. So for me, it was like, man, I need to buy these. <laughs> it yeah. was kind of funny that the Golgari one also had a Deathrite Shaman, which was like banned in every format that mattered. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. But... Now it's now it's not. Yeah, you can play it in Pioneer. It's just completely worthless. <laughs> uh, God, formats are so much better without fat shines. They um, are. <laughs> they really are. I know, right? Okay. Uh, moving on here, before we get to what everybody thinks we're going to get to, which is the next set. Uh, Challenger decks, you want to say anything about those? Uh, the second... The second Challenger decks were definitely a flop compared to the first ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I don't, I don't personally, I, I don't personally find fault in Watsi for what they did, mm-hmm. but the first Challenger decks were loaded with value. Yep. The second Challenger decks were very much not. Yeah. Like only giving two Jade Light ranger was kind of questionable in the explore deck but at the same time i understand why they did it and i can't really fault them for it yeah like everyone i feel it happens with every single set release right like modern masters the first one Mm -hmm. was ridiculous value it was impossible to like buy a pack and not be plus ev no matter what people sold the damn things at it was stupid and then Modern Masters 2 was not as jam full of value. And suddenly everyone's like, oh, Modern Masters 2 is like, you know, a big old pile of horse shit. It's like, trash. It's like, no, it's still good. It's just not as good as it was. And I feel like Watsi does that with everything. Yeah. Like they did the same thing with the Challenge X. They even kind of did it with the Mythic Edition, if you think about it. Like the first Mythic Edition was like holy shit balls. The second Mythic Edition was like, Alright, sure. And then the third one obviously had Jace the Mind Sculptor, so it's impossible to fail. Yeah. It also had I'm hiding my nipples Karn, which was just weird. <laughs> okay. Uh... Seriously. That art's whack. Okay. But but yeah. Like the Shadow decks, like, alright, sure. I, don't know. I just looked at a couple of the decks though, and I'm like I'm like, these look like decks though like they don't look like shitty decks no the the entire complaint i heard from people was the fact that they weren't as good as they could be okay yep and like, that's that's kind see, of my philosophy on it. it's like, like you're okay. also you're also throwing throwing a dart like at a dartboard in the future like where you don't know things are going to be at. like you have rough ideas yeah but like you know who knows if this card is going to be good? Who knows if this card, you know, who knows if this is going to be good or bad? Like, at the, like how far ahead they have to print these? Like, yeah, that's where, like, it's, for me, it's less about, like, oh, this deck was bad. And more it's like, yeah. this deck didn't quite make sense. Like, it was the whole, yeah. once again, the whole, why is there only two Jade Light Rangers when there could be four? Yeah, like, but, like, like I suppose Jade Light's one of those cards. It's, it feels like, oh, yeah, this is going to be, like, you know, this is going to be good. Yeah, if you're going like, to build an explore deck, it should probably have four J Light Rangers. I like I don't know. I still, I still I still look at it though and I'm like, is that still hindsight? Are we just looking at it with hindsight and being like, Oh yeah, that's what you do is you put four J Light Rangers in your explore deck. Maybe. Instead of like I mean, there's there's the potential that this explore deck is not even like good. 
Yeah, man. I, in, like, just in general. I feel like challenger decks are made a little bit later on in the thing, though. Like, they don't just throw together a deck and be like, all right, we think this is going to be good, and then release it, you know, eight months later. I mean, later. I agree, but think about how fast meta shift. Oh, yeah, I don't disagree with that, but... Like... So, I I'll I, use... I, I, I'll use like, another example. I'm willing example. to forg- forgive some things here. Like, the Art Fight Phoenix thing is one of mine. Yeah, why like, is there only one? <laughs> like, So, yeah, why is there only one? But, like, I could look at him and be like, why is there only one? Because they don't know if this card's going to be good. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, so along those lines, so, in regards to Jade Light, we've already seen it for a while, yeah. yada, yada. How about Vraska's okay. Contempt? Huh? There is only one in Vraska's Contempt in the Explore deck. Yeah. And that as a one-of is also kind of weird. Yeah, it is. Like, there's no universe where Vraska's Contempt is a one-of. Unless it's Commander. Is there a Vraska's <laughs> Contempt in the, in the Explore deck? I'm pretty I sure. I don't see one. one. I, thought there was, I thought there was one. Maybe no, there was I see zero. four Cast Down and two Fine Finality. And three Eldest Reborn. Yeah, maybe. Um... Was there another Black deck? Nope. Uh, either, I could have sworn I heard someone complaining about Vraska's Contempt only being a one Maybe that there weren't any in there. Yeah, maybe it was, there wasn't any. But, but, it, like it was, but, like this, but this deck is also running Eldest Reborn, Chupacabra, Cast Down, Fine Finality. Like, Yeah. You have enough you know, other options, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it it doesn't feel that egregious to me and stuff. No, yeah, and but, honestly, I'm of the opinion about the the whole EV thing. Well, yeah, so, let's... honestly, these aren't for me because I have you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but here's the here's the thing, though, right? You cram these things full of value. You put four Jade Light Ranger, four Vraska's Contempt, yep. three Carnage Tyrant, all that kind of bullshit. Yep. And then people complain about your tanking the secondary market. Exactly. Like people will not be happy no matter yeah. what you do. You can't people want, win. People want their cards cheap, but they but they want their cards expensive. Yep. Like it's just there's no way to win. It's I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. So. I appreciate they exist. I think they're really really nice for getting new players into the format. I think that stores should stock. Stores should stock more of them for new players to buy and i think they should actually try to push them to new players but it can be hard to be like hey buy this and play this new players yeah well uh, you, you know i, mean, I get what that, you're saying people who show up to fnm and want to play fnm for yes serials. yeah not like, like you saying. roll into a pre-release and they're like here buy this right like that's mm-hmm. that's a bit much but yeah. i do think i do think if you if someone is hinting that they are interested in playing something like fnm i think it is beneficial to a store to try and get people to buy challenger decks and that's mm-hmm. why i'm really really happy challenger decks exist yeah like i think they should exist and honestly like they do a pretty good job of what they're designed to do yes like which is like you could go buy one off the shelf and play in an event and not feel completely embarrassed no they are almost always based off a deck that is at least tier two mm-hmm which is sweet. Yep. Cool. All right. What's Where next? Where the spark? This That's set. The next one. This set. I have a question for you about this set. All right. In the future, yep. five years from now, ten years yep. from now, you know, heat yep. death of the universe from now. Okay. Will we look back on this set and think it was good? The set? Yes. Like the cards in the set together as a unit to play them? Yes. No. Okay. It'll be totally fine. But everything surrounding the set was phenomenal. <laughs> All right. Along those lines. 
Actually, so, like, uh, stop. I, I'm going to back up for a second here. Everything about the set, taken as an individual component, is good. Alright. But I don't feel like the set came together to be as great as it could be. So, here's another question, though, yep. along those similar lines. When we look back on this set and we think about it in the future... Will what this set did to magic be considered good? What do you mean, what it did to magic? Like the planeswalkers and shit, or what? Pretty much the planeswalkers. Planeswalkers with static abilities. And the fact that 3 mana Teferi and 3 mana Narset are probably in the top 5 planeswalkers of all time right now. Alright. I'm going to go out on a limb here. All right. Yes. All right. In the same way that Jace the Mind Sculptor was a good thing because it opened up the ability to make four loyalty planeswalkers. It, it pushed boundaries, and I think you need to push boundaries and make yep. mistakes. And this is the set that pushed those boundaries, made the mistakes, and was able to understand what those bound Like, what doing this meant and now they can do it correctly in the future all right i i have to give a caveat i mm. am not someone who like absolutely despises the existence of three mana teferi i don't either I, I i think it's kind of annoying but it's like i don't think he's like ridiculously oppressive and stuff like that no like, he's... it's like play three mana teferi they plus one of my i kill it and then i move on with my life yeah that's the thing right like it's it's three minutes to fairy he's weak to he's weak to board pressure mm -hmm. he can bounce one thing and then he's yeah. at one loyalty yeah if you do things it kind of goes a long way yeah exactly so like like he's real he completely shuts off a certain subsect of uh cards in the game but mm -hmm. i'm not talking about instance he doesn't shut off instance you can still cast yep. your instance at sorcery speed he yes. only shuts off counterspells. Yeah. You know what also shuts off counterspells? Your opponent casting a spell before you can draw it. Yeah, right. So. Like, like it's annoying, and he can be he can be annoying, but he, I don't feel like... I don't feel like it's one of... Like, there's certain decks that, like, I just don't care that that's on the field. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I've, I've played games with Cavalcade, or Cavalcade, and, like... Ben just like they, they play a Teferi and bounce one of my dudes. I'm like, K, kill you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you notice the card you bounced head haste? Yeah. I'm assuming you did. So, <laughs> good job. Like, I, I'm not casting anything at sort at instant speed. Yeah, and like, keep bouncing my like keep minusing him to bounce my stuff. I don't give a crap. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like or plus one of them, and then you you know you can cast something at instant speed. I guess whoopty friggin do. Like yeah. that board wipe you were gonna cast, you could have just cast it on your turn. Yep. <laughs> it's not like they're ever. It's if the if the game gets to the point where they can go to fairy take up on your turn, Kaya's wrath. They already had seven mana. Yeah, and like, I've already lost that game. Yeah. Like the like, game went to turn seven. You probably it, weren't gonna win anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's annoying in a control like in certain decks and everything. But honestly, I think it just like it, it's the same thing you say about like you know like a. Uh, that card from BFZ that was the hero's downfall, being that sorcery speed. Oh, like, ruinous path. 
yeah, ruin this path. And people are like, oh, this is trash. Yeah. You know, this it's is like stone unplayable. Yeah, and it's like everything doesn't need to be instant. The funny thing like, was it, that <laughs> Ruinous Path being a sorcery was very, very important because it could kill Emrakul. Yeah. Who had protection from instance. Trash! <laughs> it's like, but, oh, here you go. You can have your hero's downfall. I'm going to kill you with my 13-13 protection from your deck. Yeah. Like, and it's funny because, like, people are saying that and it's like, you know, I'm playing murder in my, you know, in my murder kill deck. And, mm-hmm. like, the number of times I just main phase that is just insane. Yeah, because why know? wouldn't you? Because it's like my opponent tapped out to cast something and I, you know, had to do something else or whatever. Or I tapped out. It's like, whatever, I'm just going to kill this before you get mana to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, right, wrong, or otherwise, I don't know, I guess. But, like, I, I think it's just people are putting too much, you know, stock in that. But, okay. I will say, along the discussion of 300 Planeswalkers lines, though, yeah. I do think Narset is somewhat questionable. I like what she does. I like what she does. It's just one of those, like, it's one of those cards where, like, no matter who you are, like, I'm playing on Arena, somebody plays a Narset, and I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, and then I do something, I'm like, why didn't I draw my cards? Yep. And you're like, Oh, it's just one of those cards that makes you feel awful. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the, fun, the funny thing is, is the other one that I've had do that is Tamio. Cause it's like, Oh, they, they don't discard. You want to know which uh, one I, for- no, no, that's not it. The issue is, is that where I'm like, all right, play crafty or Tamio. Does she say you can't sacrifice cards? Yep. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. I literally yep. did not know she had that text. Oh, I thought it, it was your opponents can't make you discard cards. Uh, I think she, I think she stops the sacrifice. I'm pretty sure I've done that. Spells and abilities, your opponent's control can't cause you to discard cards or sacrifice permanents. Brutal. Oh yeah, where it's just like you just play that out, and then your your opponent's like, "Yep, resolves." See, <laughs> I've been a complete idiot, and I've actually let my opponent thought erasure me with a Tamio in play, and I didn't think about it till the game was over. Oh yeah. Because I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's all, there's tons of stuff like that. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, I've had that happen a few times, or like a few times where I try to do something with t- like that, and it's like, oh my god, this is awful. But I do think it's weird though that Leobold is banned in Commander and Narset isn't. But Leobold was a Commander, which means you can have it reliably yeah. on like turn two, and I'm pretty sure that's the primary reason why. We'll also, it's much easier and... to attack down yeah. a Planeswalker. We'll see what happens with um, uh, Oathbreaker. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Relevant formats. Oh. <laughs> Man, that, that whole format. The fact that the automatic thing that was like, it's you just see it all over the place. Like, oh, you just play Tamiyo, or you play Narset and Windfall. I'm like, yeah, this format can go die. Like, yeah, right. I will not play this format, because that is a thing that people just do. Mm-hmm. And that seems like the most unfun thing in the world. Thanks. But yes, to answer your question, I think the mistakes that they made are worth it. And overall, what they did in general is a good thing. All right. Cool. Boom. Look at that. We're three releases in and it's already been a half hour. Has it? Uh, Been a half hour. Okay. You're going to have to watch the time for me because remember I had to refresh my browser. Yep. So I'm like, I'm like, we're only 20 minutes in. What are you talking about? Um, So plus 10. Okay. All right. So I was like, gosh, we're really going fast on these. But uh, where the spark is sweet. We'll yes. There. All right. Where the spark so, is sweet. 
Next, the next one, I don't think we have much to say about this set. <laughs> Speaking of mistakes... Is it? Modern Horizons? Modern Horizons, let's talk about it. I'm, I'm on the train, it's not. So... I think everything, every single thing you said about War of the Spark yep. can is probably completely relatable to Modern Horizons. It all it, actually is exactly the same thing. It's important that they push the envelope and make mistakes. Yes. Boy, howdy, did they make some mistakes. But see, here's the thing. Is they made some mistakes on a few cards. E- sure, let's go with a few. Uh a few cards. So yeah. like so what cards did they make a mistake on? So they had to ban Hogak, they had to ban Astrolabe, and then Urza is probably a mistake. Oh uh, uh, right. Do, do you think is Ren and Six a mistake? No, I still disagree with them banning it in Legacy, but it still got banned in the format, which Fine. means we'll they they themselves have to consider okay. it to be a mistake. So so four cards. Yes. One could ar- it wasn't banned, but one could argue that Altar of Dementia is also a mistake. But, like, that's Hogak, basically. Yeah. It, 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 ho- All right. It, a lot of things died for Hogak's sins. Yeah. So I'm just going to point out right now that... So three cards have been banned from, from Modern Horizons, right? Mm-hmm. In different formats. Mm-hmm. We've had that many cards banned from current standard right now. In the most recent banning. Yeah. In the most recent banning, yeah. <laughs> Actually, we have... So, let me just look. I'm, I'm double-checking some stuff here. Uh, oh, no, I was going to say, I'm like... I, I'm like, I, I was thinking three... Oh, wait. No, okay. I was like, we almost had three cards banned from one set also, but we have two from two from Eldraine, two from uh, M20. Yeah. So... So, like, th- shrug. This like, is this is where I I think that's it's kind of two different things. And th- like, I'm gonna, like I'm, gonna Kaladesh, I'm, I'm just gonna say Kaladesh like had that many cards banned too. Oh yeah, Kaladesh was an artifact set. Every single artifact set that isn't <laughs> called Antiquities is busted. <laughs> okay, that's hardly fair. Um, <laughs> poor Antiquities, but continue. <laughs> poor Antiquities. So this this is why I think that. It's kind of a flaw to view it that way. Yep. The number of cards that actually see play from Modern Horizons yep. is much, much lower percentage-wise than the number of cards that see play from main release sets, which means that the number of cards that see play in Modern Horizons that got banned percentage-wise is way higher. Okay, fair. So, like, we lost two cards out of Throne of Eldraine, which is, like, what, a 200-some-odd card set? Yep. So it's, like, 1% of the cards. Yep. There's all of, like, 12 cards that still, to this day, see some regular play from Modern Horizons, <laughs> and we got three of them banned. So that's a okay. 25% mortality rate. <laughs> all right, yeah. So if you're using John Math here, like, you're right, but... <laughs> so... But at the same, I don't really fault them for it. Once again, though, right? Uh, uh, like, push the envelope a little bit and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I, they... I, here's the deal: I would rather have that Urza card in Magic being a problem than having it not exist. I'm just I gonna, agree. I'm going to take, take that stance right now. Hogak, I don't care about. The card's kind of dumb. 
I like oh. Kogak. It, it doesn't. It's just so. It's not me. It's just yeah. not me. See this thing, right? Hogak is like, yo, I probably play really good at Manless Strategy. I'm like, yes, you do. Too bad that deck's still hot garbage, but yes, you do. <laughs> uh, I love Manless Stretch. Like, you'd rather have that than Creeping Shell, but... Yeah, um, I hate... Oh, God, I hate Creeping Shell so much. <laughs> but, like, so, like, all the cards that Modern Horizons put in that people don't think about are worth it. Like, there's so many cool friggin' cards from that set. Let's be completely honest with ourselves. Yeah. Arkham's Astrolabe is an oppressive level artifact that got printed. Which in is absurd. What, in what universe does that make sense? Yeah, right? Oh, it's one minute draw card. And fixes your mana. Got banned in Popper. <laughs> arguably, arguably should be banned in Modern. <laughs> eh, arguably. Uh, the fact that everyone's like, there's no reason... I love how everyone's like, there's literally no reason to not play Snowlands just because you can. It's like, there's always been no reason to not play Snowlands just because you can. Nothing has changed. They're yeah. just more readily available. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, I hate people. Yeah. <sighs> I, it's... I don't know. The problem is not Modern Horizons. The problem is modern as a as a format. Yes, it, it sits in a weird spot, and they and like this is why I'm so excited about Pioneer. Like I think Pioneer just sits in a better spot than Modern did. The fact Modern has just so many cards going into it, and it doesn't have the safety valves. Yep. Like, and Pioneer doesn't have as many cards. They banned the most problematic card right from the get-go. Yeah, problematic cards, which are the fetch lands. <laughs> yep, like those gone, which was just like the most genius thing they could have ever done in releasing a new set. Yep. And it's at this point still just like a nostalgia fest, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's slowly like, fading. It, yeah, but it's still fun. It is. I really enjoy Pioneer. Yeah. Like, I hope to keep playing it. I'm sure it'll end, you know, it'll get its heat death like modern did but like the the problem with modern and i and i don't think modern's ever been a particularly great format since i've been playing it is that you you're you're splitting the design you're splitting like design philosophies in the in the format so like a lot of the cards like pre you know like you know, you have Mirrodin, you have, like, the stuff you're pulling from 8th edition, you're pulling you're pulling these older cards that they just... There's just more mistakes and things weren't as tight. Mm -hmm. Like, the mistakes nowadays you can understand for the most part, it feels like, and are, and are manageable. Like, you know, everyone's shaking their fist at Oko and everything, but, like, that card feels totally manageable from a larger format standpoint. Like, yeah, is it could do good? Probably, guys. Sure, okay. Like, but it it never felt like the card destroyed the format. No, like I I was relatively okay with Oko in yep. Pioneer. I okay. understood he was stupid powerful. Oh yeah, like but I, I was I still say, okay yeah. with him. Mm -hmm. like, like honestly, every card that's been banned from from Pioneer, I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, like I'm like I never felt like the card was like stomping on people's nuts, but like. You're always like, yeah, I guess it's a little too good. Shrug. You know? 
like a lot of the cards that got banned, you can see it, right? It's like once upon yeah. a time. I don't think it should have got the banned. But you're like fine. Yeah, you know? they banned Green Sun Zenith because it was played as a four of in every single green deck ever. Green like, Sun Zenith. Oh, what? in in modern. Oh, like okay. it's banned in modern oh, yeah. because every single green deck yeah. automatically played Green Sun Zenith because it was just too homogenous. Basically, that's what Once Upon a Time is. If you're yeah, playing exactly. green, you're playing Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. And like, the the cards you're seeing in Modern are just like, so, like, I feel like the power level of, of our, of, you know, they picked a good spot. Return to Ravnica onward. I wish they would have included M13, but that's just me. Yep. Um, but like, the power level of those sets onward is just so, it's it's much flatter. Like, I don't think you see the giant spikes of cards like you do in modern, you know, causing problems. Like, I mean, if you just go down the, the like, the modern ban list, you're just like, what the hell? Like, you know, hype, like, hypergenesis, obviously that started off on the ban list. But, like, that that's a card that, w- that was in the, mo- like, you know, in the, like, time range for a, a modern card pool. Yeah. Like, you're, like, What? <laughs> I mean, even card like that's only good because of Cascade. Yeah, but like, yeah, only good, just only good because of that. Only, it's like, only good with a mechanic that lets you draw a free card and yeah. a free Black Lotus. Uh, GTA, how about that? We'll yes. go with the, you know, like Skull Clamp, like cards that are just obvious, like you know, dick ups that like you can't even like argue against to some degree, like you know, and like about the only card that. Like, like the only card in that I see on the Pioneer ban list that like the card in and of itself feels like a giant mistake, and I would argue that it actually its banning is not because it was a giant mistake, is um uh, Nexus of Fate, and that card was just a quality of life improvement ban. Honestly, yeah, just get just getting rid of it on principle. That's the only reason. It's just like this card sucks to play against. Let's just get rid of it. Like, but like all the cards banned in Pioneer are just like. Yeah, I guess they're just a bit too good. Like, you know, Smuggler's Copter, a bit too homogenous. Once Upon a Time, a bit too homogenous. Field of the Dead, eh, kind of just shut out other things. Oko, yes. eh, kind of just shut out other things. It's not like the modern balance where you look at it and you're like, oh, this is cheating on mana. Oh, this yeah. is cheating on the, you know, this is cheating on cards. Oh, this is just absolutely effing stupid to play. Like, you know, yeah, like every... about, the, about every... the only cards that, like, cheat on mana and stuff like that were, were like, Oath of Nyssa, basically. And, and that like, that cheated on a different yeah. aspect of mana. Yeah, it is. It is mm-hmm. funny though that it's, like, everything banned in Pioneer was either banned as a quality of life improvement or literally every deck played this. Yeah, everything banned in Modern was a mistake. Yeah, like, and I think that's just the big difference between Modern and Pioneer. Like, and then also the stuff that gets to stay doesn't feel super ridiculously oppressive. Like no. even like three mana Teferi, it's like okay, you yeah. know. Put some creatures into play and pressure the damn thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Actually, I, I, I dislike five mana Teferi more than I dislike three mana Teferi, because of how he wins. Oh my god, it's awful. <laughs> and he, and the, th- the thing is, is he pushes, he helps push towards that direction so hard. Yeah. Like that's the problem. Like you can just set up turns with him with the with the his plus one ability and stuff where it just it's stupid. So I came to a realization, like okay. while we were having this conversation. Okay. Modern is just the format of mistakes. Yeah. Right. 
Like, if you think about it. It really is. Birthing pod. Wasn't yeah. a mistake when they made it, but, like, it wasn't obviously a mistake when they made it, but it turned into one. Yeah. Urza. Like, every, everything that is good or has, like, dominated modern has basically been, like, yeah, this is probably a mistake in hindsight. Yeah. Except they Death just, Shadow. Because who the heck thought that card would ever be good? Uh, me and my Varol ZDH deck. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. I'm sure more people read that card and went, this is stupid. And oh, it on. is, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Is like, like, even just right now, like Modern is just dominated by arguably mistakes. Yeah. It's just a bunch of degenerate, stupid things that got pushed a little too far. Yeah. Without without having the safety valves and fun of Legacy. Yeah. Legacy is such a good format. God, Legacy is great. Okay. I feel like the reason why Legacy is so much better than Modern is because people don't choose their deck in Legacy because they want to like crush the format. They choose their deck in Legacy because they want to play it because they enjoy it. Because they actually own the dual lands for it. Yeah. As where people play their decks in modern because they want to like spike the tournament and be like, yeah. like you almost never see someone who's like, I play this in modern because this is my favorite deck in modern. You yeah. see people who are like, I play this deck in modern because it's really, really, really freaking good modern. Yeah, I mean, I did that. I'm like, I'm gonna play Blue Moon because I love this deck until it's absolute trash and can't do anything. Yeah, and look what I got. Yeah, <laughs> in the Invitational. I was gonna say, I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I got, got, I'm pretty sure I played it in the Invitational and got a yeah. coffee with that. Uh-huh. But it's like as time has gone on in modern, it's just seemed like it's gotten more to the point of like if you're not trying to break the format, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's why modern sucks. Maybe modern that's, just sucks. Modern is trash. I've been saying it for years. All right. Trash. trash. All right. So <laughs> um, next up, we have another small. So where do we come to? Sorry. Where do we come down on Modern Horizons? I personally am glad they created it, but I still think a lot of the stuff was like, yeah. Like, I like it. it. Be- you think it would have been better if it was not a direct to modern set? Like, if it had to go through standard first? Like, no, like, it was just a supplemental set that existed. They're like, this is a thing that exists. It's only legal in Legacy. Yep. Oh, that'd be actually, that'd be really interesting. I feel like that makes it lose some appeal, but like, it does. Like I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I like direct to modern as a concept, and it's something that you need to do if you actually want to push the envelope of modern. Yeah. And otherwise, modern is just modern will grow stale. Yep. So yeah, I'm okay. fine with it. I don't know. I'm happy. I I hope they do another one, but it gave me Ice Fang Kawaddle, which is like Baleful Strix, and I love Baleful Strix. So right. Okay. Um. So next up, we got a small thing. We got signature spellbook Gideon. This was sweet, and this I dug was, it. Yeah, this was perfectly positioned. Like they did something exactly as it needed to happen, and made yeah. some perfect cards for it. Yeah, I mean to the point where I actually replaced. I actually just bought four rest in pieces for my decks of the Gideon ones. Yeah. After and already even owning like four. What? After already owning four. No, I I don't think I own four. I thought you owned some already. I, I did own some. <laughs> yeah. So I bought like a completely different set. So I really like the signature spell books. Yeah, they seem pretty sweet. 
I'm sad they didn't do signature spellbook Liliana because I feel like that one's going to be super awesome. But yeah. doing Gideon made sense and it worked really well. They, it was perfect, perfect timing and everything, and the cards were great. Maybe yeah. next year we get signature spellbook Liliana. Maybe we'll see. All right, all right. Core twenty twenty. The return of corsets. Yep. This was a return of corsets, right? We didn't have a corset nineteen. Did yeah, we? we did. We did. All right, I'm done. Yeah, that was the return. Oh yeah, that one was we did. Really simple. That was right. Sorry. This one was fun, actually. I really liked this set. This one was good. Like, had a nice little elementals theme that was really annoying because everyone and their mother decided to play elementals. Yeah, right. But they just but... got wrecked by Masker Girl, so I was okay with it. <laughs> like I. I think this draft format came up like on Arena, and I'm like, I was, I like had to stop myself from drafting it. Because you're like, I, I don't. Because Dominaria is coming up, and I'm just gonna throw stacks of coins at it. That's fair. But yeah, th this was good. It didn't have as like solid of a theme as 19 did because 19 had like the whole elder dragon elder thing which is really this sweet one was like chandra stuff kind of it's like kind of sort of chandra but more elementals than anything which is like yeah. all right sure yeah i mean but it was I, a corset it was fine like play like this is the exact opposite of um like more of the spark and modern masters where like for those things, like all the pieces and everything of them, like were really awesome, but the whole was kind of like eh. Yeah. You know? Like this, the pieces were kind of like eh, but the whole was really good. Yeah, it it, it flowed nicely. It was all right. And I've always said like corsets need to exist. How did you feel about the return of true protection? Me? Yeah. I a got lot God's of... willing. Of course, I loved it. <laughs> like a lot of people hated on that. Because a lot of people hate protection. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here like they keep printing Hexproof. I don't know what the hell you guys are bitching about. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it, it's I don't know. It's interesting. I got God's willing. That's all I care about. Yeah. Like I do. It's funny. I don't really like protection of from a static color on creatures, but I like having abilities like shelter and um, God's willing. Because they're one shots, right? Yeah. Like, it just works so well. They add a complexity to it, yep. and like, you are down a card. You're not just bricking your opponent's entire deck. Yeah, exactly. Although you're not down a card if you're playing Feather, because it's awesome. Yeah. Then you're yeah. just looping it and get Rex Scrub. Yeah. But, so. All right. Not much to say about the set, unfortunately. No, it really wasn't. But All right. Well, we can get into the last set of the year. Hooray. Our most current set, Throne of Eldraine. Hooray? Question mark? Eh. I'm like super lukewarm on this set. I don't know. I got the loop uh, pretty sweet combo in Pack Wars in this set, so. <laughs> that was a pretty sweet combo. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, overall, this set has just been like. I don't know. I don't love it. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Like, I think it's on Arena right now, and I'm like, even without, like, I even before I knew um, uh, Dominari was coming back, I'm like, yeah, I'll just wait for another set. Like, I drafted a bunch of times, had kind of a, had a, like, okay-ish record, and I was just like, I really enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's kind of, it's kind of disheartening, because I feel like this... 
I feel like the concept of the set was cool, and I don't feel like they misexecuted on it either. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's just it's just something isn't there about it for me. I guess that's kind of fair enough. I I'm, I, I'm I'm okay with the set yeah. limited wise as a whole. Yeah. Like, I have nothing really against it, but I I kind of do. So I have I have a question from a design standpoint. Okay. How would you say food compares to energy? Like, what do you mean? Like, in the sense of being extremely parasitic of its own block and only its own block. Oh, that's fine. You should, like, parasitic parasitic mechanics are not inherently bad. All right. Like, that's just a fallacy and everything. And also, food is less parasitic to some degree because if you have a card that makes a food, you can just use it. Yeah, the food itself has a use. Yeah, it has a use. I suppose like, the only the only true quotations parasitic food card is Wicked Wolf because it uses food, but it it itself doesn't make food. Yeah, and honestly, it's just fine without that. Yeah, I mean, but it's I don't know. it's a slightly weaker Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah, like so I I don't know. Like I'm not like I don't hate any of the mechanics, and I'm just not like oh, this was great. It's but... not all not not super all about that life. No, I, I just, I don't know. I I don't particularly, it's weird because I love, you know, I, I like getting card advantage and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But I don't like how adventures played out. Really? It just felt, yeah, it just felt too, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't feel right for some reason to me. Like, even though they're like straight up two for ones, like, you know, which is super great. But yeah. it just, I don't know. I'm just I'm just way off the set. Maybe it's because you just don't believe in fairy tales. That must be what it is. I don't. You, believe you don't have any whimsical joy in your life. No, I do not. I got rid of all that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, for some reason, as I'm thinking about the set, all I can think about is turn into a pumpkin, and I have no idea why. Like that, that's just like the one card that's like in my brain, and I don't get it. Like this, this set had some good uh, designs and stuff like that too. Like uh, honestly, the Order of Midnight storybook art is probably one of my favorite arts on a Magic card in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know that's I just kind of go off about that card, but like I just love that art. I just think it's so good. But like I don't know, there's just something doesn't. It's just weird. Something doesn't grab me about the set, and I feel like it should, but. Maybe it's because it didn't give me any support for Feather. Maybe. It, Feather did go from, like, Tier 1, arguably one of the best decks in the format, to not unplayable, but definitely but pre- not good. Pretty dang close. I mean, that was yeah. more of that was more just the fact that we lost Reckless Rage than anything. Yeah, because Reckless Rage was gas and a half. But... Reckless Rage was the bridge. It was, yeah. Like, you needed two cards... To make that deck, you need God's Willing and you need a Reckless Rage. You lost yeah. one of them. I keep thinking about that one guy's deck from last night. I feel like it was just built poorly. Yeah, I, I feel like I shouldn't have lost to it, but I think I just kind of screwed up. So. As far as I can tell, he only played th- like 12 creatures, right? Yeah, yeah. Which seems wrong, 
in that deck. Pretty sure we played more than that. No, that's not true. He played at least one Cranko. No, you, you play pretty low, I think. But yeah, uh, like, but he wasn't playing, like, he wasn't playing the uh, Dreadhorde Arcanist or anything like that. Yeah, which is a combo with Collision Colossus. Yes, because that's a lot of power. He was more of like a combo element, which made his deck a lot weaker to things like Disfigure. Yeah, I don't know, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, those are all the sets. All the sets. It's so, all... Man, I feel like so much more released than actually did, apparently. It was A lot of it was compressed, which made it hard. Uh, commander decks. I don't know if you want to talk about those. Those are the one things that weren't on this list. Uh, they were cool? I, I, find, I don't I, pay to them because commander's trash. <laughs> I was able to use them to convince other friends of mine to finally start playing commander, which is kind of awesome. Oh, yeah, you did. So we just, like, meet up before F&M and have some nice little fun BS playing. So that's a thing. I appreciate it. Yeah. And they're all right. They're not, like, not, not a, nothing they did was, like, super, like, oh, man, I really want to build a deck around this. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have a Morph Commander, and we have a Instance and Sorceries Jeskai Commander. Woo. Yeah. We have a Token Commander. Woo. Mm-hmm. We have a Reanimation Enabler Commander, question mark. Well, madness technically, but okay. there's not a lot of overpowered madness cards. But being able to discard and draw a card is really powerful. Yeah, that's just me though. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, brawl decks came out. We also got those. So it's like standard. <laughs> yeah, standard commander instead. Yeah. Hooray for Corvold, Faker's King, being like a two of and arguably the best deck in standard. Hilarious. Thanks, Watsy. How could this be a problem? To uh-huh. be, f- to be fair, there's no, there's like I looked at that guy. I'm like, eh, he's fine. Okay. I'm not gonna hate on Watsy for it. Uh, all right, sounds good. But all right, John. Overall, what do you feel about the sets of this year? I'd give it a B plus. Okay, that seems about right. I, it's like either a B plus or a B minus, as weird as it sounds. Like I don't think B's. It's it's either a B. Like I don't think B is a good grade. It needs to be plus or minus. But <laughs> okay, like overall, I feel like I feel like the highs they had were high. Like they, honestly, yes. I feel like the the innovation sets they did this year, like or the innovative sets they did this year, were great. Yeah, like, where the spark was very innovative. It played fine. You know, yep. And I like think... the stuff was fine. Modern Horizons was sweet as hell. And the lows they had were like acceptable. Was the they thing. weren't like, that low? They were just yeah, they were just fine sets. It wasn't yeah. like you know, it wasn't like they printed like a an abysmal set or anything. Like even my you know, I have a lot of criticisms of Throne of Will Drain, but like it's still a fine set in my opinion. Like I'm yeah. not like like you're I not. You're not giving Throne of Eldraine, like, a D-minus or an F, right? Yeah, yeah. like, if somebody showed up and was like, hey, you want to draft Throne of Eldraine with us for free? I'd be like, hell yeah, let's do it. Like, yeah. you know, like, I, would ne- I wouldn't turn it down, but it's like, I, you know, those are fine. But, like, Core 2020 was a good set, in my opinion. Like, War of the Spark was a good set, in my opinion. Monarized was a good set, in my opinion. Like, above, like, above average, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, 
Ravnica, Allegiance, and Throne of Eldraine were just fine. That's fair. I mean, if, if, if this is how they do in a year, like, that's not terrible. I don't know if this is just, like, rose-colored glasses or whatever, but I do think 2018 was a better year than 2019. But that's because Dominaria and Corset M19 came out. <laughs> M19 the... was okay. Yeah. Like... I I'm I, like, I, I, I got to go back go back now. So like Rivals of Ixalan, which was yeah meh. Masters twenty five I loved personally. Yep. That was that, um, I I really dug that set. There's a bunch of other decks. Dominaria was like one of the best sets they've released in. God damn it! Who knows how long? Yeah, a uh, long time. Battle Bond was fun. Core yep. nineteen was core 19, I liked core nineteen. Like that was a I, good set. Yeah, like I said, I think core nineteen rates higher than core twenty. But it's still no, just a core no, set. No, 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 no. You don't? No, core 20 is easily better than core 19. I don't know, man. I just feel like the I like the themes and stuff in core 19 more. I like I liked the really obvious themes in core 19, but I think core 20 just plays better. Maybe. I feel like in core 20, if you're not jamming elementals, you're just playing like a tier 2 deck, though. I mean, maybe that's the case, but I still have fun not playing it. Yeah, possibly. That's just me. Core 19 was better balanced. I'll say that. How about? All right. I'll accept that. Okay. Um, and then we had Ravnica, uh, Ravnica set and, and Ultimate Masters. So We had but... two Master sets in one year? Yeah. Oh, like... that was when they were releasing like a Master set every six months. Yeah, something like that. Ultimate Masters and, and Masters 25, which were both gas. Yeah. But my value. But my value. Smack you. <laughs> All right, so that's some uh, that's 2019 sets, I guess. We'll see what we if we do something else for other stuff next week or whatever. But I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what comes in 2020. But I'm, well, I'm we, kind of we I'm know what a lot of it Theros, is, right? But, what? Yeah, we have Theros. We have the layer of monsters or whatever layer yep. of behemoths. So we, we know generalized what's going to be coming we out. We know what but... some of it is going to be. like, But we don't know what it's going to be. Is the thing. Yeah. Like you, names are one thing. And then there's another Zendikar set in there. Oh, yeah. Hey, John, are they going to have fetch lands in it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now that they're banned in Pioneer. Yeah. Man, if that isn't like the clearest sign ever of, yeah, we're not printing these things in a standard set. It's the fact they're not going to print something that's banned in their newest pushed format. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, there is no chance in hell fetch lands are going to be legal in standard, but not legal in pioneer. Yeah. Or they can be like, we're going to reprint the 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 the, the scalding tarn and fetch lands immediately banned in pioneer. <laughs> yeah. Which would be funny, uh, but yeah. Yep. Fetch lands do not make a good format. Quite the opposite. They yes, that is right. Fetch lands are only good in the format where you can fetch dual lands. <laughs> Dang right. Fair and balanced. Exactly. All right. You know what makes them fair and balanced? Price of progress. Boom. That's we just need price of progress in all formats. <laughs> price of progress in modern. One time dealer. Make make people cry. Uh, all right. John, do you have anything else to say? Nah, I'm good. Okay. 
All right. If you want to just be back, you can send an email to thelocometa at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocometapc. Uh, if you want to check out uh, thelocometa.com, you can find all of our episodes, link to our Discord. Come hang out there and um, uh, say hi. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's some um, uh, 2019, I guess. So we'll see you all in the new year and see if we talk more about the past, I guess. But uh, until then, we will catch you next time.